Hustle and Heart Studios presents Going Viral, staying sane, healthy, and connected during the coronavirus outbreak of 2020. Yes, we have a new normal, people, and it's all about social distancing, homeschooling, staying home, self-quarantining, and trying to stay healthy during this crazy time. I'm your host, Melissa Rush, and this is a new segment called Going Viral. Tune in on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, and every place that you listen to podcasts. This is going to be a dial-in, phone call, Skype, or FaceTime podcast where people can call in and express their concerns, their triumphs, their little victories, or in their hardships. So this is a time for everybody to stay connected and support each other. Thank you for tuning in. I'm your host, Melissa Rush, and this is Going Viral, the podcast. Let's do this. So excited to have my next guest here, my good friend Valerie McSorley. Welcome to the Going Viral podcast. Thank you, Melissa. What a pleasure to be with you. It's a pleasure to be with you too. And Valerie is a longtime friend. My gosh, Val, how long have we known each other? Over 15 years. I have a 15-year-old son and I didn't have him when I think I was pregnant or just had had him. I'm really excited to talk to you. Valerie is an amazing entrepreneur and businesswoman. She owns multiple companies. I'm going to let you, Valerie, describe all of the wonderful things you've been doing. Most recently, you are the owner of The Hive in Marshfield, Massachusetts. Tell me all about The Hive, and then we'll talk about your events planning and your conference planning business. Um, you do a lot of wonderful things and I'm just so excited to be talking to you and especially in this climate, how are you changing the way you do business, Val? Well, first of all, Melissa, thank you. It's such a pleasure to be here with you and to see your beautiful face and just to see anybody right now. It's just so, just brings me so much joy to still be connected to people. Um, I have been in the special event business for 25 years and I have owned my own business for 18 and uh, over the past year or so I purchased a small building in Marshfield that I uh, named The Hive and that's a place to um, a collaborative space to bring people together to host events, networking, um, workshops, photo shoots, pop-ups but under the current conditions it's not buzzing to where it needs to be in real life, but we are filling in the gaps remotely while we are taking time out in the um, COVID-19 clubhouse that we have set up. That's amazing. And let me just reiterate the fact, I had the pleasure of going to Valerie's, what is it, First Friday event? First Friday, yep. So it, was she, our, it was our very first First Friday. Yes, so Valerie hosted a First Friday event and it was for women entrepreneurs. And um, it was fabulous. And her space is gorgeous. Uh, she's really a talented businesswoman in the sense that she sees things in a beautiful way. You've been an event planner for many years. So um, she just has the eye. And not only that, it's just an incredible space, an incredible concept. And I will share not only all of your social media, all of the links. Um, whenever I talk with friends and interview people for the podcast, I always 
promote, promote, promote. So we're going to make sure to get you out on social and let's just share quickly what your websites and your social media handles are for the hive. Well, you're so kind. So it's South shore hive. We are based on the South shore. Um, of Massachusetts uh, near Cape Cod. Yeah, South shore, Massachusetts. We're um, just off of route three exit 12, less than five minutes off the highway. Um, and avant-garde Val is my, um, Instagram and my Twitter handle. And that's a good way to find me. And that's, again, the event, the event business, um, I think was really helpful in thinking about what I wanted the hive to look like, because when I purchased it, it was just very uh, neglected for a long amount of time I needed everything redone top to bottom. You know, my family was looking at me like, are you sure you want to do this? But when you're in, in the events, like you, you you typically walk into blank spaces that you have to see um, from the ground up. So for me walking in, I could kind of see all the pieces that I wanted it to have and the, the how I wanted the layout to be. So it worked, it worked so well and I could see it and I'm like, you know what, I, I can see it, other people will see it. And you know, the vision came to life and it took um, a lot of blood, sweat and tears to get it off the ground and to get it started and to really get it going. Um, I'm proud of a lot of the work that we've done. We've hosted so many different things. That first Friday coffee, um, we are hosting, I just, um, in partnership with the Marshfield Chamber of Commerce, our local chamber of commerce, we started a women in business committee. So that's part of our, our hallmark of series is to have a place and a space for women to get together the first Friday every month to just, you know, even just have coffee and, and meet one another. And that was, like I said, our very, very first one. And we just had so much fun. I think we had about 25, 30 women. But I I don't do boring. You've known me a long time. I don't do, you just come in, here's your name tag, here's your this. Here's, I get everybody talking. Like, you come to me, it's like you come to my house, like literally. You know what so. I lo loved about the event, Valerie, was there were women that represented all different kinds of business. There was... Uh, women who were real estate brokers. There were, there was a woman who was a Reiki master. There was another woman who was doing uh, homes and sheltering for veterans. Tell me some of the other type of women that you were able to bring together that day, just to give people a feeling for how important it is for women to connect as entrepreneurs. Well, I think I typically no matter what event, what industry, whatever, I usually, um, I tend to deal with three groups. I deal with business owners, entrepreneurs, and sales and new, and new business development people. So those three audiences are really like who I really resonate and relate to. Because I, mm -hmm. as owning a business, you have to do, you're a little bit of, of all three. Um, and I think what's important is that People need a starting point. They need to feel comfortable. When you walk into some of these um, events and networking opportunities, it can be a little awkward. And you don't know anyone. You're coming in a stranger. I can see and feel the shift in the room and the energy at a certain point. There's always that moment I can feel like it's come to life. And people come in. I can say this because I've seen it time and time again. They come in one way and they leave a different way and they leave energized and inspired. They just feel a little lighter. And I feel like that's so missing right now with what's going on with this. We need to keep a sense of community. We need to see, feel connected. We need to have these and maintain these relationships. We can't all go into hiding. I mean, look what's coming out of people like the creativity and um, just the feeling of still belonging to something. So I think just 
on so many levels, the genie's out of the bottle. And we've all, in the past few weeks, found new ways to virtually connect with one another, to put the technology to good use, to decompress, to find a little creativity. I mean, I think this is as rough of a time as it is. I think it's also a unique challenge that we have right now to, if you're not doing what you said you always really wanted to do, you really don't want to do it. Like, yeah, I think you you hit the nail on the head with that. And another thing too is we can share resources with people. Um, you know, we have Zoom, we have um, Facebook chats, we have FaceTime, we have all kinds of things. I know Valerie's been really successful using Zoom. I Zoomed with a whole bunch of my good friends from all over the 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 country really uh, last night we had about six different couples online for a virtual happy hour tell me about some of the different types of virtual uh, hangouts that you've had with some of your family and friends well we've been doing quite a few I've been trying to get because it lifts our spirits and I think that's what we need right now we need hope we need to feel good whatever it takes lift your spirits however you feel good I mean I know it sounds it's going to sound silly but even you know, I, I need to get up and get dressed every day. I need to like get take a shower, put some makeup on, even put a little perfume on. Oh heck yeah! Better. I just feel better. It's a but, zhuzh, um, a little zhuzh. Just a just a quick, just a quick. But it just makes you feel like yourself. So I think that's important. We have had um, virtual dance parties. We've had virtual happy hours. I've themed out every day of the week. So we had. <laughs> You know, last night was Tito's Thursday. Today is Frozen Friday. We had Martini Monday, Wine Wednesday, of course. So we're doing fun stuff. We we had um, a trivia night. We had trivia. I took my phone and I did a search and I found some trivia questions. And then um, Zoom has a little uh, pop-up box for um, like Q&A and you can ask questions. And Zoom, um, they were, at, everyone was able to put in their answers and then share them at once. Oh, so it was awesome. So we had that. We, so we took fun, four. though. It was fun. We had um, my sister, we've been doing this too um, with my sisters and my nieces and nephews. We did this um, virtual roll of Picasso, right? So you had to draw, you roll a dice, whatever you get, you draw, and then the kids were just drawing like pictures and stuff. Okay, so Val, why don't you you know, send me a couple of those, just text me a couple of those things um, so that I can share them with my family and friends on Instagram. Um, I know that with girlfriends of mine, and we've been sending back and forth all kinds of great resources. Of course, there's the Mo Willems drawing with Mo. There's so many other things. My daughters have been doing dance classes with their dance teachers, which has been absolutely amazing to see them get up and dance and, and do the choreography because, you know, some of these dance recitals are just not going to happen. I know. Okay. I know. You know, know. we're in, we're in Massachusetts and we have just officially declared school closed until May 4th, which means we haven't even hit April yet. We're in March and we're going to be another, (laughs) another five, five, six weeks. And from what I'm hearing, one of my girlfriends who lives in Virginia just told me that the school year's done in Virginia. They are not returning to school. And I have a feeling that's going to be pretty much the status quo across the United States. Do you agree? I do. Sadly, I do. And um, what's really crazy to me is we are saying May. And I, I keep, like, pun intended, we may go back May 4th. May. 
So I think we have to be prepared for that not, not to happen. Let's talk about the impact on that, not only for our children and their learning. Like, so today at my house, I have my husband working in the dining room. I'm working here in my office, my home office. And then I have two sons, nine and 13. And today we're teaching um, spring cleaning and life skills. So they each got a chart this morning of all the things that they have to do. And including um, one's working on preparing uh, lunch for the family and one's going to do dinner for the family. Because wow. they need some life skills. Like if we're not doing it now, shame on all of us. So we yes, can sister. be teaching more than just like curriculum. Like I have one in uh, a freshman in high school and a third grader. Like that's a big gap. Yes. So why don't we beyond that? So this morning they had to strip their beds, they're doing laundry. One's going to do the dishes from law. I mean, they have to have some life skills. One's getting yes. closer and closer to leaving. So, I mean, I think we need to be creative about the teaching that we're doing at home too. It goes beyond just like online classes and learning. So I, we've also locked up their devices during normal school hours just to get a handle on it. So I love that Val. So I'm going to take away these things that you've just told me just so I can put a pin on it. We're going to teach life skills. We really need to do that. Um, we've been doing, you know, baking and stuff, but I have to admit, I have been a slacker when it comes to saying, okay, guys, clean up your room. You know, it's kind of like, I sort of forget to put some priorities and put some responsibilities on these little kids. And I really need to do that, Val. And it's, you know, they're going to be in for a rude awakening because tomorrow morning it's all going to happen for the Rush girls. I'm telling you. Uh, I love it. I love gonna, it. So if that's yeah. one good thing that we need a chart. So they have to check off when they did. Everything. All right. Send me that chart, Val. I need that chart. I'm going to send you that chart for sure. And, you know, I mean, shame on us if we don't do it. Like now is the time. Now is the time. And shame on us if we don't like get it right. Like, because right now this is the time you would be spring cleaning anyway. Well, I mean, more I hear about this virus, like, mm -hmm. oh my God, it, where it can live can live, I just heard it can live in the freezer for two years. Oh, for God's sake, forget about eating that wedding cake topper. <laughs> <laughs> Remember people used to put the toppers in the freezer and then open it oh on God, the- I did. I did, did do it and I did have it on the anniversary and it was delicious. I didn't what? think it would taste good. It was so good, I was shocked. Yeah. I don't think I'm gonna eat the pork chops that I had in there for 10 years, but I think oh. it's time to clean up the freezer. Oh, oh good. I don't know how they know like that it can live for two years anyway. I don't know where that came from when this thing's only like a few months old. I have no idea. And it would have to be something, keep in mind, that somebody touched and then froze, right? right. It's not like something at the back of your freezer that hasn't been near anything. I don't know. We really don't know. I We're don't not know. scientists. We touch each other in there. We move Good stuff God. around in the freezer a lot. I don't know. Well, you I mean, know what I've heard that people are doing? So I had a, a conversation, again, one of these fun Zoom conversations with my local girlfriends. And two of the ladies um, have not left the house. Literally have not left the house in a week. They're both really, really, really like, they're not doomsday preparers or anything, but they just, as soon as they heard about it, they are very uh, germaphobic and, you know, what have you. And they literally, these two moms and their kids and their husbands have not left the house. And I was like, wow. So they're doing everything, ordering everything. I think the kids, I mean, they're going for walks. I shouldn't say left the house. I should say haven't gone to any stores or of any kind. So they're like, quite serious about it. Whereas the rest of us are definitely staying at home, but one adult 
is going to the store like every other day or something like that. But I think Valerie, that's going to have to, apparently it's going to have to stop, right? Every other day. No, I think you should go like, I'm, I feel like the grocery store right now has got to be the dirtiest place on earth. It's like, gotta be. It's gotta be. And I like, don't go for a, a thing of milk. I had this conversation with my mother yesterday. Yes. You're not going for milk today and a banana tomorrow and coffee next week. Like, Go and stock up and that's it. Like, yeah. Then you need a whole strategy. There's a video on, on Facebook too that's really good about like how to clean all the pieces of like everything you bring in. Okay. I went the other day I had um, gloves on and a mask and everyone looked at me like I was crazy. I didn't even care. I was like, I just, of course I not. Care. Like, I don't, I just don't care. But they were saying how with bags have to go right in the trash. The grocery bags themselves, they can't, you can't even use the reusable ones anymore. Um, They have, um, you have to clean everything. Like all the containers, they were saying, take everything out of the cardboard. Then they were saying it can, like the, now I'm thinking you have to really take everything out of the fridge, clean everything. And I mean, and you can't, and normally I would say, who has the time? (laughs) Yes, we do. We, we actually do. So, oh my God, Valerie. But I actually worry, I worry about not so much now. Like I'm, I'm actually, I've worked from home for 18 years. This part's not that jarring, but what I worry about is how, when we get back to normal, what does that look like? Because that's, I think just going to be a resurgence right away. Well, first of all, not even to go down this path, but I mean, unemployment, financial crisis, economic downturn. I mean, I have no idea. I mean, my husband's lucky enough that he's working from home. He's in sales. So you can imagine what happens in the sales world. You yourself are a saleswoman, you know, are, you're not going to be having events, hands-on events in the next month or two. I work in retail at the moment and I do this and I have other kind of side hustles that I'm working on, but I don't have really a full-time job that I'm getting paid for right now. So essentially, I'm one of the prime examples of somebody who is essentially unemployed. I'm lucky that two of the places that I do business are, we're paying us for two weeks, but that's, I mean, what's going to happen after that? This is bad. It's bad. And um, I've been in the event business for, I've never seen this. I mean, I went to sleep with a thriving business and I woke up with a blockbuster video that's like out of business. Like I, and it's, it's really scary. And when I thought initially when this was going on, I was days away from a huge industry conference out in Phoenix. I mean, there's literally um, boxes at a country club in Phoenix with my name on it right now um, from vendors and sponsors. And it's crazy. And I literally thought, okay, well, March, April, we'll push out, right? We'll pick back up. May, we'll be wait and see. Now that the school's closed for May, wait and see. Now we're, I'm hopeful to pick back up in September, but September, October is a while, wise, long way away. But then what does it look like? What does it look like when we go back? Because I have no doubt certain industries are gonna bounce back like that. We're all gonna need haircuts, like immediately. Your hair, your nails, eyebrows, restaurants, bars, you name it. Those things Doctors, are gonna come back. All the doctor appointments, the I pushed off my eye appointment. I pushed off my dental cleaning. Luckily, I had gotten the kids in like a week before. Gosh, I mean, especially, it's going to be a big recovery period. And on top of it, 
thank God that they're talking about putting moratoriums on <clears throat> mortgages, um, student loans, um, other types of things, because there's no way they can't, they can't take all of our homes away and have us be homeless. They can't. I already saw from governor Baker of Massachusetts that they weren't going to be cutting off electricity or cable television. Um, you know, that, you know, you would still owe your bill, even if you don't, I mean, obviously your bills would get racked up, but they're not going to, they're not, at least in Massachusetts. And I pray to God that it's throughout the U S um, they're not just going to cut people's heat and electricity off because that would be like a true zombie apocalypse if they did that. I mean, you're, you're, you, if you can't pay your electricity, in theory, your electricity would be cut off. But given the, the in, in incredible um, catastrophe that is happening right now, thank God I have heard that they're not going to be cutting people's home and electric and heat and all of that. And we're lucky that we're in the spring. Imagine if oh, this was no. the dead of winter. I know. And you know. run out of oil? God we thank God we didn't have snow. And we, well, I think I would have a storm that lost power, period. I had you a couple know, girlfriends lose power when um, it was, I think, the second or third day. And I think that they were just like testing the grid or something. But all of oh. a sudden, the text messages started coming. I lost my power. I lost my power. And it was this one section of town. And I said, Jesus, everybody plug in your phones and laptops, it's going to happen. And if that electricity goes down, I mean, look at, I mean, we're, we're in trouble. <laughs> we are in trouble. Oh, no doubt. No doubt. It's going to be like looting in the street. dollars worth of groceries in my refrigerator right now. Uh, you know, and, and the other thing too is, is now that talking a little bit doom and gloom, there's going to be a breaking point and we haven't seen it yet, but there is going to be, I, I pray not, but maybe riots. I mean, there could be terrifying things. And I'm, I, I'm not even sure I even want to publicize that. I, you know, there, there could be. Well, yeah. I mean, you have to be prepared. No one knows, but that's the thing. No one knows. And we're all at the mercy of this like invisible attacker here that nobody knows. And even now with this, this push to open the economy, we're not on. No. I, I had someone really corner me about when I'm rescheduling my dates. I'm like, I'm not going to keep picking up chairs no. on the Titanic here and rearranging no. them. I can't open up dates until we open up again. And the day that we open up again is the day everything. Now I have reserved some dates like with venues because I don't want to be the last yes. one and I, and I can't get a date, but I'm not releasing dates and new, new, we're at the mercy of a, a timeline that is, we, we can't set. It's like an and invisible, so, it's an invisible enemy that is completely taking control of our lives. We don't know. I mean, that's the best we can say is we don't know because we also have to be responsible. And I, I wonder when it comes back, because I, I truly believe we're going to see a surge when it comes back because they're always going to run right out. But do we wear gloves? Do we wear masks? Like, are there certain things that won't come back? Like, I'm very worried, like for my business, for my life. I mean, this is my livelihood. I know. Like, it. I'm wor I built a business from nothing, from a homemade card. And just grit and determination and willpower to, you know, 18 years ago, people didn't work from home. It was like, what? What should we do? It was uh, such like a, like a look down and frowned upon. And now it's beyond wildly accepted. But I did it because I wanted to be available and accessible for my kids. Like we moved here from New York. I didn't have family here. And I knew I'm oldest of four. I know what goes into raising family. My husband knows nothing. He's an only child. Yeah. So I'm like, we got to be prepared. Yeah. So, you know, I always did this, this, I made this shift a long time ago, but now 
through no fault of your own, which is what we keep hearing about, we don't really know. And all this mortgage stuff, like, honestly, we look into it because it's all buzzwords. We looked into ours. They're just shifting the timeline. But when that three months or whatever comes, the full amounts do. They're not letting you push out a couple months. It's like, you can have a little cushion of time, but you still have to bring all the same amount of money. Like, which when right now this went to this, like, okay, like, let's figure this out. So for yeah. me, my challenge right now is to learn as quickly as possible the virtual world. And yes. I don't well, think the industry will come back without it. Well, Valerie, this is a perfect opportunity for us. And, you know, I'm, I'm in the tech world. You, you are, we all are now. We all <laughs> I, are, yeah. I, I think this is, a, this is sort of an opportunity for us to find businesses and business models um, that are, you know, more remote. I mean, we do have online universities. We do, I've worked in universities for many years. I myself am, you know, looking, looking for work that would be more pivoted towards this time, which is remote, remote learning, um, you know, like your remote meetings, and we could be people who that could be our next business, Belle. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, actually, there's plenty of people who are sitting at home that don't know how to make a Zoom call. There's plenty of people that don't have, you know, they don't realize they can really, you know, learn English on online or they can learn continue their MBA online or what have you. So I think this is the time for people like you and me uh, and other entrepreneurial friends like us. Um, you know, it's a little different if you have a hands-on business, let's say you're a massage therapist, that massage therapist is going to have to move over to talk therapy, going to have to do something, you know, like my girlfriend that's doing yoga classes online. We're going to have to shift from the human touch to the human connection because mm -hmm. it's not going to, I mean, we can still be physically fit um, by going to our online Zumba class or our online boot camp class. Um, we can still talk to our therapists online. Um, these businesses started a couple years ago. They became really hot, you know, with the beach body online with, um, talk therapy. I mean, I think that technology businesses are just going to boom. And I even know that you can see your doctor over, over the, um, you know, you can have a consultation with your doctor. I mean, it's, it's going to happen that we're really just going to all create new businesses, hopefully around some of the more virtual you know, virtual reality, which was like a joke, you know, 30 years ago, you would see people with the, you know, the glasses on and doing a virtual world. And now, hey, mm -hmm. <laughs> we're a little more virtual than we, uh, we ever thought we'd be, right? My nine-year-old had eye surgery, double eye surgery in December. We did a virtual follow-up with our doctor, a pediatric ophthalmologist through the, the computer last week. So wow. It was amazing. Was like, he able? Is there. What did he do in terms of the exam? Was he able to look into his eyes, or, or was it more talking, or what was the consult? You know how 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 was he able to gauge your son's vision, or what have you? So our doctor, she's amazing. She was able to. Um, it was really not much different than this. It was yeah. a virtual platform that Tufts Hospital has, and we logged on, and we were like in a virtual waiting room, and. Then she was able to see him. She was able to like have him look into the screen. She made him, um, she gave him some um, directions to follow. Now it wasn't the first one since his surgery. It was like probably I think around his third follow up. So you know he's 
been making a lot of progress anyway. But just the fact that we could do this and the technology is there, it's amazing. Telehealth is, is about to explode. Telehealth, honey. Telehealth. So Valerie, let's talk about just some final thoughts that you have for us. Um, you know, obviously we are in the midst of a crisis. We're in the midst of a pandemic here. Um, give us some of your last thoughts on how we can all stay sane, healthy, and connected during this whole um, coronavirus outbreak. What are some of your, your takeaways and some of your kind of parting thoughts that you can share with us to keep us all feeling good and feeling safe? To keep connecting with people, keep in touch with people. I mean, I've Zoomed now, like I've had this technology. I use the Zoom stuff all the time for our work calls. It's never occurred to me to Zoom with my niece in New York. Like I've been catching up with people. Like think about, it's a great time to just pause, reflect and reinvest in your relationships because that's, take all this other stuff away. I mean, we've been stripped down. Take it all away. What matters? People. It's always about people. We care about people. Who do we know, like, and trust and love? And just spend some time. Find a way to get this Zoom stuff, Skype, it's all there. It's free. And there's no reason not to. Get the kids together. Check in on your loved ones. Have some fun. I mean, things that we can do, like, we had a virtual dance party. It was fun. We're playing we're gonna play the newlywed game. Oh my god! Oh. I can't even, like I've got little cards. We're gonna make and just it's about it's a time for creativity. The tools are there. Put them to good use and just find something to look forward to. Like literally, like my whole neighborhood. It's five o'clock. So whatever time we, we make it, six, seven, whatever, depending on the kids' schedules. But you've got to put something down every day. You're gonna look forward to whether it's that. coffee, like a virtual coffee, like I'm ready to have virtual coffees every single day because we need, we need each other and we need to, we collectively need to give each other a lift and whatever it takes, whatever we can do, we need some good news. And you know what? It's still nice to laugh. It's still nice to have fun. You got to find the funny, like literally, or we're all going to go like insane. Well, I absolutely have loved every minute of our conversation, Val. It's so precious to have this opportunity to talk to each other. We're going to have to make a, a weekly meeting just between you and I. We can add a couple other friends in there. I definitely want to get in on one of those dance parties. But really, I appreciate everything that you shared today. And, you know, let's keep in touch and let's just just be there for each other. And I thank you again, Valerie McSorley. Oh, pleasure's all mine, Melissa. You have a special place with me. You know that. So I know that. let's keep this going. And I want to put you, I'm going to ask you one final thing. Um, I want you to be a guest of mine and be able to start to teach people how, what they should be thinking about for their own podcast. Yes, Valerie. I'm Switch working on gears. that. I'm working on that business plan, Val. Time's now. I'm doing it. I'm doing it. Okay. Love you, Val. We'll talk love soon. More. Stay safe. Bye. Bye.